Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit and welcome to the GG Over Easy podcast, cast, cast, cast. Episode 38. In today's episode, you know it, you'll love it. Destiny 2 drama. Destiny's back at it again, dude. This is we're, me dropping yeah, the tea bag we're sipping into some tea. mouth. Mm-hmm. We're sipping some tea. Hey, whoa, drama. <laughs> <laughs> On top of that, a four-year-old game somehow gets a new review and is rated perfect. Huh? Sure. Yeah. Nani? Look, look at my eyes. <laughs> it's a little hard to tell. <laughs> we can kind of like... Whoop, whoop, whoop. And then it goes on to bring us more to the fact of video game reviews in general. Do they mean anything? Should they mean anything? Do we believe them? Do we not? What do we look for? Beyond that, we got some more entertainment talk, movies, shows, some more games, Patreon questions, life. What does it mean? Did you guys, real quick, did you guys see the story about the parallel universe up in the... Dude, that was one of the questions on the Patreon things, and I thought that was a joke, so I skipped over it. Oh, That's real? Dude. Yeah. They're like... So they discovered it in like 2016 or something. So apparently up, I believe it's like north of the Arctic or something. They were they were uh, scanning and they were able to uh, identify and observe. I forget the word of exactly the particle it is or whatever. Um, but normally you would see this, um, whatever it is, particle going into the earth. But they're actually observing it going like leaving, which is absolutely contrary to everything we know which is essentially like if things were going in reverse and so for the last like three four years they've been essentially hypothesizing and testing everything they know to try and figure out what it is and so far they still haven't been able to figure out what it is or debug or debunk the theory that is an alternate universe but it it runs in reverse time so it's us but everything's playing backwards It's pretty sick, dude. It, it's kind of like sci-fi or whatever. But it's on site, dude. 
but like that's the i mean i'll believe it even if it's not true. i don't i don't know what any of that means and how that proves anything but like but that's the thing like why it was more recent it's because they came out with another um like finding like hey we've been trying everything like everyone's like they don't believe us it could be this and we've tried everything and we still don't have an answer so currently it's it's not the answer but it's the running theory and mm-hmm. that would be pretty sick so it would be interesting well what, what a way to start the podcast hey anyway yeah, hope you guys enjoy the episode ever. uh let's get into it welcome back to this episode of gg over easy episode 38 that's two away from 40 quick maths we're getting old why why is my cam like not focusing but whatever it's probably not focusing because it can't contact your eyes because you're wearing what rob i'm wearing my snowboarding goggles because i have pink eye and it's kind of embarrassing (laughs) no nobody farted on said pillow or no say that but like what if she did as a joke Maybe. I don't think Sydney would do that. I don't, or Max. I don't think Max or Sydney <laughs> yeah. would do that to me, as I would be quite upset. Because I, th- I, this is the first time I've ever had pink eye, and it's awful. It is terrible. I woke up. No, I woke up this morning, dude, and like, so like two days ago, like the top of my eye just like started itching. So I just kept going like this all day, like just <laughs> going, just kept going, and I didn't think of anything of it, and then. Yesterday, I had like a bump there, like a bump on my eyelid, and then everyone, and then I was streaming, and then everyone was like, "It's a cyst, Rob. It's just like or some a sty or something like that." It's a parasite. So dude. I went, yeah. So I went to go uh, get like some droplets from the uh, Walgreens, and all of a sudden, I got really scared and was like, "Am I gonna lose my eyeball?" Like, because I started losing <laughs> vision. I'm like, "Am I gonna <laughs> lose my eye?" Like that's all I want to know, Doc. And she's like, "I'm a cashier, all right. I don't know." <laughs> so like, listen, I, 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 I just I work here sh- for minimum wage. Like, what do you want yeah. from me right now? And so, like, I woke up this morning at like 5 a.m. because that's when Max wants his food. And I kid you not, dude. Like, I woke up and it still felt like I was asleep because my left eye would just not open. And I go to like the mirror, and that's when I like I took a picture of it. I literally had like a clean gloss of like orange goo, like pus that had just like nice. like glued over dude and i literally had to like okay we cry. don't need the details we can stop that. we get nice. it you got pink eye tell all right more, great more, thanks more, no i was like i'm good you made me oh it's not that bad that's what's it's making gross. you sick i don't want i just don't want to hear about it is that how you wanted to start your morning seeing that picture no have you ever had like, pink thanks eye? for that uh i don't think i have I no. like something with my eye aside from you know being blind but I don't know. But speaking of which, you, I have, well, I don't really know why, but I haven't gotten an eye what? exam in a couple of years, which for, well, for your the, eyes suck. What's well, yeah, exam? for the regular person, it's like, okay, yeah, that's me. But if you have people, obviously, who know that have vision problems, you go at least once a year. But we like, we kept moving and I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. But now I've been getting all these migraines and I'm worried. That it might have Hold to do with glasses. like, yeah, it might have to do with like my prescription. Because I mean, usually every year I'm changing my prescription. It might be a little gradual, uh huh. But I'm thinking like, you know, add that gradual change over a couple of years, and then I've been using these same ones. So, gonna be getting that checked. Out. But I called too, by the way, called like a week ago, and I was like, hey, like, yeah, eye exam, whatever. Like I've been here before, and they're like, yeah, as soon as we get you, it's like June twentieth. 
like is every June 20th is a quarantine making everyone like, look blind? at pictures and go like that's blurry yeah. that one's like, is everyone cool. going blind like what do you mean you don't have an opening till it so, uh, I don't know do you, wear, you don't wear glasses blue do you there's uh, contacts sometimes oh just sometimes wait when you talk your discord thing like moves that's interesting that's really cool yeah you like that yeah that's very (laughs) fucking pissed rob you like that (laughs) yeah you dare to go i will Uh, say um that i think i'm gonna try and get some new frames though like you know like a new me like you know rediscover what do you mean reinvent myself like my glasses what a, what they're just normal frames like what else well no what, i mean get, i've like, had Ray-Bans these bands or something like actually i was Hip looking guy? at them yeah oh now that you specifically that, said you would look pretty looking at, at ray bands um but something because i've these are the same glasses i've worn for the past what five years i think i've i got them because Wait, you haven't changed your glasses in five years no because it was i remember in a real dodge mall dodgeball sophomore year of college dude pegs me in the face breaks my glasses in two and i was like the quintessential like it literally split on the bridge of my nose so i was like the quintessential dude that was my only pair so i literally ran around with a taped like in the middle i literally oh, looked like no that way. guy yeah so that's when i got these glasses and i've had them ever since so and, you haven't had like a test in five years yeah like five i guess or well, I think I went in four, and they were like, "Well, you could change a prescription, but like it's pretty like minimal. We'll just like check on in like six months and maybe change them then." Well, here we are, four and a half years later, or whatever. So my bad, but I'm hoping that's part of the problem. But well, then you I had also another migraine episode. Yeah, I've had a couple, and the thing too is what sucks is like it's not a a one time thing. It when they come, it's like three four days of just like waves. I just want to die. Really? Yeah. So, I want to hopefully figure out whatever the fudge it is. Um, when you get a migraine, does your vision go? Or, like, what do you... Like, because when I, when I get a migraine, my vision gets super blurry. And, like, I just I need to sit in the dark. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely photosensitive. For me, though, like, I can feel it specifically in, like, one spot of, spot of, like, my forehead when it starts. I get, like, really sharp pain there. Pulsating. I get really dizzy, nauseous. Um, like, light-sensitive. I can't look at screens. I can't do anything. But that's the worst part too. Is like if I'm not able to sleep, I'm, I just lay there. Like that's my life. And then you envision your house, and then you slowly. <laughs> I know. Come fly with me. Let's fly. Anyway, let's get into today's episode. Plenty Speaking of, of fly, let's talk about the lie that. Oh no! Is, please don't make me. That, that was yes, a bit no, of a stretch, please, but I like it. It rhymes. Please yes. don't make me talk about this, bro. Blue. I want it. Hey. Like, I literally like wake up and I see Blue's tweet about something about the quest, and then Christian says like this is going to be good, and then with like, oh, a popcorn yeah. emoji, and I'm just sitting there like, hey guys, like what what's going on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, hey guys. And little uh, did I know, it, is Destiny hot right now? <laughs> Bungie's no. back at it again. The answer is no. Destiny's not hot right now. No. And and that's the thing, Rob. Destiny's not back at it. They have been at this for a while now. Um, it's been an interesting but we, few months of terrible bugs. Yeah, we got like some drama. Actual, hold on, hold on. Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to interrupt you because I we need to call our Destiny drama guy. Um, oh. And then we need like a bum 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 or something like that. Um, 
here comes the destiny drama uh, extra. Str- strange penguin uh thank you for joining us our destiny I need my two... drama i need my drama lenses for these <laughs> our destiny 2 drama guy you're our guy what's uh, the what? drama though i didn't know there was any drama this week Oh, that's a that's a lie. Hey. Oh, get it because the hey. lie. Way to set me up for that one. I didn't even see it until I, I like walked into uh, it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, until I walked into it. Well, in this week's session of shit that Bungie does, which is kind of pog, <laughs> but also sometimes not pog, but sometimes it's pretty pog. But this week was not pog. Recently, it's this not week, been pog. In Bungie, Bungie decided, hey, let's have the. Remember last week, Rob, where we were like, hey, let's. Let's farm a PvP gun and a PvP. Yeah, activity. and you got and, and you guys had to like turn in stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I saw a really funny meme, and it was like um, Toy Story when the kid has like a like a short little thing, but then he turns and it's like really long, like a little short gift, and it was really funny, and it was alluding to that little quest bar, to how long it was. It was funny. <laughs> thank you for that. You're thank welcome. you, thank you, Future Rob. Yeah, Ken does look like you're from the future. You look tight. I look like you a mar- like I have the marathon uh, Halo Three helmet. Is this huh? how you stream today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I'm just really mm. self conscious about it. Dude, you look sick in it though. I'm not gonna lie. It looks kind of. That's the new you. wave, dude. Yeah, that's Thank the you. wave. Doctor so, disrespect who? Well, oh, real quick, it was really funny because like I was wearing these and I was like, oh wait, I could just wear my Oculus Rift headset, and then I put it on, and then I was like, you can't oh, see. Wait, I can't see the game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> as, as soon as I put them on, I was like, oh wait a second. <laughs> That was bad. Anyways, okay. anyways, so the lie quest completed, and people Yay, were like, "Wow!" So we get Fell Winter's lie now. Yes. No, yes. guess what? It the the gun quest itself was made available. That step, the community step, was completed on mm-hmm. um, Sunday night, right? I think so. Something like okay. that. Early uh, Monday people morning. Couldn't, yeah. People couldn't get the gun until today. So Which is Sunday the sixth. So Sunday the seventeenth. Yeah, yes. today we're recording this the twenty-first. Is when the community event finished and people started going on their merry way to get the Fellwinter's Lie, and they probably thought, "Wow, I can't wait to get this cool piece of nostalgia weapon from Destiny One to finally put it into my god-tier guardian arsenal." Wow, the Vanguard's going to be so proud of me. Guess what? No, the no, no, quest no, no, was no, no, bugged. No. Yeah, literally what about couldn't the progress. Quest was bugged. Uh, when you started the quest, uh, it would take you to Eris instead of starting the quest in the bunker. So you couldn't do the quest. And it was pretty funny because people started thinking it was a secret. Like, oh, to get this fellow in shotgun, we have to do like, there has to be something in the bunker. Like, oh, we yeah, yeah. Yeah, that we haven't yeah. figured out. Dado starts streaming. Dado starts streaming. He was like, oh, a secret. Yes, finally. Oh, kill oh no. Oh, and no. then, no. so then they're trying to oh, figure honey. it out. And they're like, whoa, what's happening? Is it Poor the, do we have fella. to turn something on in the bunker? Is there a screen? I wonder, oh, maybe it's the pyramids. And then <laughs> Bungie tweets, hey guys, so we kind of fucked up and the quest is bugged. Um, we're going to do a hot fix one of these days. Um, uh, one of these days? Well, I mean, to be fair, they're like, we need to figure out what the problem is and then once we figure yeah. out the problem, we need to do certification so that we don't release it and then it just causes more bugs. So, so that part I understand. minute stream where he then realizes, oh, the quest is just bugged. So for about thirty minutes, everyone actually thought, "Wow, there must be a secret to getting this gun." But oh, I wish I was watching then; that would have been hilarious. But it quickly devolved into, "Oh, 
Right. I guess I'll wake up tomorrow, and then tomorrow it didn't happen. And then, and then people the said, next I guess I'll happen. wake up tomorrow, and then <laughs> it didn't happen. And then they said, I guess I'll wake up tomorrow, and guess what? Tomorrow is today because we're recording this on and Thursday. It did happen. And people got the shotgun that is marginally better Ooh. than all the other PvP shotguns. Is that what like the Ooh. door was? I kept seeing it. That's when like I noticed Twitter accounts that I follow literally like all they post are Destiny Two memes, and I I, I just can't do it anymore. All I saw that day <laughs> was just my timeline full of like the door, the door, like these memes, and I'm like I'm over it, dude. Oh, Easy just give solution. him the gun so I don't have to see this. Shit. Easy solution, dude. Unmute Dork. That'll fix oh. your timeline. Ooh, <laughs> I, don't I don't think that will. I think that's, that'll be the opposite. Well, it won't be so many timeline. Destiny memes. I mean, if that's your problem. I rather. I think I'd rather have Destiny 2. Yeah, that's you know, a, okay. risky, Roll your a dice risky, there. risky click, buddy. Yo, it looks weird. This looks like my forehead right here, and it looks like these are like small sunglasses I'm wearing right here, like just from this little angle. That's weird. <laughs> Anyways, thanks again, Rob. That's this week in Bungie. How did you guys do this week on this fine news of? So people have the gun now. Yeah, is it tight? Oh, by the way, oh, go figure. Best Destiny gets another gun that we've already had. Good job, guys. Was it Uh, it worth it? From what I have, uh, what's the word? From what I have deduced from all of the (laughs) testing people have done, the gun is in fact a little better than all the other shotguns we already have. Yeah, apparently okay, it's well, just like, that's... hey, did you grind yeah. a God Roll Mindbender's Ambition? Well, well, here's a Fell Winter's Lie, which is great a because Winters I have It's going to not be usable in a year, Pog. Yeah. That is true. We uh, we we got this Pog, as as Blue was mentioning, like, yo, I got the sick arsenal for the, like, the Vanguard. They're going to love this. Can't wait yeah. for them to retire half of this, Can't. though, to bring it Can't back later. They, they, in the TWAB today, they showed some of the guns that would be in Season 11, and lo and behold, like it's like this laundry list of guns we already have. Uh, it's like, wow, thanks for... You could literally... I think there are more guns that we've had than are new at yeah. this point. Well, it was kind of weird because they talked about how they were putting like a universal Ingram where they have just Vanguard, Gambit, and Crucible stuff, and I'm just kind of like, what? Why? So it has all these old guns from the previous seasons that would that are usable in season eleven. It's like okay, cool, but like, why? I want to face Ingram. Why is Ingram not world drops, and why is it like just a random like, hey, pick out little, pick out from one of the. It's one of those cheap like carnival, like claw box, like the one where you claw to get the toy out. Except like it's all old toys. It's like a really (laughs) cheap carnival. That's what it feels like. Yeah, nobody really wants the toys, but they're there. Well, I have a token, so <laughs> might as well use it. I'm interested, it. Bef- before we move on, Fruit, how do you feel about the whole sunsetting thing? So, bef- it, so that is the... Well, so, precursor for people who don't know, sunsetting basically <laughs> means that the weapons we have have a time limit from when they're introduced. So, like, say, like, your guns from the start of Shadowkeep, they're not going to be brought into the next expansion because they're going to have their light level cap. So, Fruit, how do you feel about this? Boy... All I don't right. even know what that means. Well, uh, it's, it's uh, like retiring. Explain something. to me like I'm five. Okay. Uh, so you, remember in D1 where you got a gun from Vogue and then in Crota's End, the next DLC, those guns were dog shit because you couldn't bring them up to the next lie level? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, yeah. but instead of like the next expansion making them obsolete, they just have like a year timer on them now, essentially, before they stop going past the current light level 
Yeah, so what? eventually, Why? whatever weapons they decide, new season starts or you know, a year from whenever it releases, suddenly you can no longer infuse it. It's going to stay behind. So That's you could, stupid. You could still use it technically. Like, really, the only place you could use it is in regular PvP that's not light level enabled. Yeah. Um, but here's the way I see sunsetting. I could see it to some degree. One, though, I think a big part of sunsetting is actually a band-aid fix to a bigger issue, which is you don't yes. know how to balance your game. So instead, you're like, Absolutely. ah, we have these broken guns. We don't know what to do. Just, just take them away. There, problem solved. Like, and then it's like, well, we can't... Like, like, there's too many damage and reload perks. They're so strong. And it's like, well, maybe if our primaries didn't hit, like, pellet guns, then we wouldn't <laughs> want to have damage boosting. Remember when, like, a hand cannon would one-tap, like, an Acolyte? Uh, low, those days oh, are nice day. about four years four years back <laughs> in the day cafe. <laughs> haven't had those years in a while. What is a hand cannon kill an Acolyte in now? Uh, like most three? hand cannons, like, two-tap. An Acolyte, of all things. But yeah, so that's what... I mean, like, that and then... Perk diversity. Like, one, like, uh, why does everybody use issue. these? Is because all the other ones either suck or, like, like the one where it's like crouching uh, gives you boosted accuracy after a short amount of While time sliding. or, like, field, whatever that, like, that. Or there's some of them where it's like, when am I ever going to use this? Or it's just, hey, this does more damage. Or, like, hey, do more damage and reload faster. It was like, make more interesting perks to contest with those. Yeah, but anyway, the whole sunsetting thing. I think yeah. that's a big issue. Is like one, if you get down to it, it seems like that's part of the issue. They're like, "Hey, oh, we don't know what to do." But then it became even more evident, which is when I like lulled to, or I had like a popcorn tweet, the blues tweet, because I hadn't read the twab yet. I think when I saw a blues tweet, I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Yeah. And turns out that they essentially said, "Hey, we're sunsetting some guns." So we can take them away from you, but then in like a year, reintroduce them, and you can grind yeah. for them again. It's just, and, uh, and I'm not against it if they uh, can uh, introduce cool guns to go along with it. But the way what? it's worded, it just kind of seems like we're just going to be going through the cycle of weapons we've already had. Yeah, like at this point, they're like, "Yeah, we instead of coming up with new stuff, we're just going to take away your current stuff and then bring it back later." It's even worse than what they're doing with D1 guns. It's like. Imagine it's like they, we didn't have the D1 gun. They brought the D1 gun back, but then they're like, "Hey, we're sunsetting this D1 gun again." Wait, they're and then we're going to reintroduce it. D1 guns? Oh well, we don't know specifically, but like what I'm saying is like instead of making new interesting gear, they're just taking away some of your current ones to then reintroduce them later. I'm still and the same giving the gun. benefit of the doubt because hopefully they do introduce weapons in a time like in a in a quantity enough in a timely enough manner that people are like, oh, there's enough guns for me to use. But we don't even get that now. So I'm... Yeah, there's. Yeah. I was going to say, if we're not getting that now, so what little, makes you think so, that you're going to get so, that later? So I'm a little apprehensive, obviously. But the other problem is, like, why is armor getting sunsetted? Oh, yeah, that's the that. stupidest Wait, thing, Wait, I thought too. armor's getting transmogged. Like, you can transmog armor. Yeah, it's like, getting transmogged, they, but you still have to... why would they sunset to, it, then? Bro, you and I both... Dude, I don't know. I don't understand why armor is getting sunset when armor is already basically fashion game. Like every piece of armor turns into the same thing ultimately. Like I'm gonna reroll it to void and make <laughs> like have all the sniper and hand cannon perks on my gun, right? So it just kind of seems like an artificial way of like making you spend your ascendant and enhancement prisms 
which is like okay nobody Already even has so those right now too. anyways if you don't play the game yeah so it's like all right weird i don't know why you want to do that like it's not like people like get armor because they want the perks on the armor because those don't exist anymore they want the armor because it <laughs> looks good so i mean transmog makes this hurt a little less i don't know how their transmog system is gonna roll out because i don't even know if it's gonna come out when the expansion pops out so that's is you i don't can think use so any gear right from year one year two to make it look like but then like use the stats from another thing yeah right okay oh, well no you can't use stats it's just it's pure appearance no, what I'm saying is like the pure appearance. It's of the way it ornaments like. work right yeah. now, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So they're in blending away where you could turn any piece of armor into an ornament, which is tight. That Long is time tight. coming. This makes but, um, armor sunsetting yeah. not hard. Should have been much. a thing when D2 came out. A step forward and three, four, five steps back. Yeah. Uh, my main problem with sunsetting is one that I've talked about a lot, and it's probably the core issue most people have. When people like refer to like, well, this is how it works in MMOs. Don't you know that? It's like, okay, false equivalence. One, because most most web most gear in MMOs are just stat sticks. Like, like, oh, plus this intelligence, uh, plus yeah. skill speed. Mm-hmm. They don't actually change the core fundamentals of what your character does, which is based on like, I level up, I get new skills. These skills are with me forever, right? Unless they're balanced. Or they're changing future updates, or they're upgraded. Blah 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 blah. Uh, the problem with in Destiny, our gear is our character. Like we don't have like, our weapon. Our weapons increase our damage we deal. Uh, our weapons make shit explode. Exotics themselves do all kinds of different things. It's a good thing exotics aren't being sunsetted. But our legendary gear defines our character. So imagine you are rolling in an mmo and then the next expansion you have to like start leveling up abilities you had the previous expansion that would be ridiculous it would like, be dumb like no one everyone would be like why skill tree why am i regrinding the skill tree i already grinded from the last expansion that that's the closest to true comparison of what is happening because and most mmos have more content and most mmos have more content and most mmos treat little stat sticks better than destiny treats their guns because i can transmog my stat stick like in final fantasy i have this sick fucking level 66 like dome and steel gun blade of course i can't like bring its stats to level 80 but i can transmog it onto my current gun blade and lo and behold i have this sick fucking dome and steel gun blade on my back i could take that shit with me forever if i wanted to and that's tight because i'm connected to that gun so it's just kind of weird to me that Bungie is like, and and a lot of the community is like, oh, you know, man, like as a game dev, like I hate seeing people love their loot. Like that's just bad player engagement, you know. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm very skeptical. Yeah, Hope it's yeah. tight though, Poggers. I don't give them any benefit of that anymore. Uh, yes, Rob. Oh, thank gosh. Um, <laughs> I was wondering, uh, Mr. Westlow, um, is there anything I was about to ask? You've been getting back into Final Fantasy lately. Final Fantasy 14. Final Fantasy is tight. Um, is there anything you would like to see from Final Fantasy fourteen? Everything. Being moved into <laughs> Destiny 2? Pretty much everything. Like what? Specifically what? Like what is your biggest thing you wish Bungie would take from Final Fantasy and put it in so- Destiny? So one of the biggest things for me in Final Fantasy is there's all this old content I could do. And the game respects my time because all that old stuff is relevant to 
my end game because most of that stuff can all that stuff can be transmogged so if i see something cool like at a really old dungeon i'm like oh sick like that would be like cool fashion like i could put that on my glam uh plates which are like like just pure cosmetic look like you yeah. still want to go do that dungeon because you can make your current gear look like that because it looks cool. yeah exactly and then there's uh there's this entire mount grind which hopefully destiny has is moving in the direction of where all these old dungeons you could do like extreme versions of trials and they'll give you mounts uh you can grind out like these factions which give you like unique armor unique gear unique mounts uh unique uh fucking everything honestly there's so many different vendors that give you so many different things uh and when i'm so playing like old content, like a like a dead orbit sparrow if you got to like level faction 100 or something like that even if there was dead orbit so I, the biggest thing for me in Final Fantasy is everything's an investment. So no matter what you're doing, you're always working toward something that is like a progression system. So you sign up for your alliance, your uh, like the storm fucking faction, and I could get like currency from that for that faction just by doing like my daily roulette stuff, which is like you know like normal dailies. Uh, when I do normal dailies, I get like bonus XP for uh for my classes so if i have multiple classes i want to level up i just do my dailies and i have a reason to log in every day to level up like get extra xp for leveling my other classes or uh there's um like if you want to get to like the max level that's like not raid tier then you can grind those dailies as well to get like cool little uh what's the word so basically there's always something for you to do that has a purpose behind it there's so much to the economy that when you do one thing, you're doing multiple things for other things. And then there's also really specific things. Like there's like relic weapons you could do to get like really unique weapons that you don't get anywhere else. Uh, you can, you can like right now there's an event with Moogle tombstones where they bring back mounts that maybe you couldn't get before. And you grind out like certain dungeons that they have listed like, Oh, this dungeon gives you cool Moogle tombstones. You could, and you could use those tombstones to buy these cool mounts. Maybe you didn't get, uh, fuck it it, it's so so exhaustive like there's just so much to the game and this is how it is in every other mmo is they still respect what the previous expansions did they don't make them totally irrelevant and it kind of feels like bungie has never figured out how to do that Mm -hmm. so when someone new comes in 99 percent of the time until they get to like level whatever level we are right now you play like the brand new expansion you're you're playing and it's like yeah none of that matters none of that matters none of that matters none of that matters uh yeah you don't you don't even care about that oh you finally got to last wish okay now you could start doing stuff yeah so i don't know it's there's just so much i mean there's there's a reason mmos are called mmos right they're massively multiplayer online there's ridiculous amount of content uh but if but there's just no complexity to like destiny is like okay there's vanguard gambit uh and then cryptarch has like some 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 cool engrams for you okay what else is there uh there's some some planetary vendors oh what do they give uh some armor oh cool do they give any cool weapons or anything or sparrows no oh oh none of it's been updated since vanilla by the way that's been updated huh yeah no not really so when do i get to start playing the game oh when you get to around forsaken except those guns are going to be retired so hopefully yeah, you run last expansion. witch yeah so it's um when's well, the last time you played destiny 
Uh, I just played on Tuesday, actually. I okay. still play Destiny, right? It's just... I just can't. But you've been I'm playing not, Final Fantasy more. I'm listening to so much Final Fantasy, dude. I'm, <laughs> I don't know why it didn't grab me I'm before, but I I'm love really Final Fantasy. You. Just know that. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm really happy it's, for you. It's, it's super fun, man. Every time I saw uh, my Steam notification say Blue Wessel playing Destiny 2, my heart would like sink for you. <laughs> Pepe hands. Like, yeah. Why is he going back? <laughs> It'd be like, no. Back to the he almost got out. <laughs> You're better than him, Blue. You're better. Well, speaking of better king. oof gaming moments. Overwatch. IGN's four year is it four year? Like Overwatch yeah. retrospective review or something? I so don't know, dude. God only knows what I guess there's nothing else to do. So they're like, hey, it's been four years since Overwatch came out, let's re-review it. And then they re-review it and give it a perfect score. They give it a ten out of a ten. What, what are they? La Mao. Hold on, let me read this. I think it's wanna... a perfect game. I'm most interested in how Rob feels about this, as Rob was I, the Overwatch guru. I, a, I, I don't know. Every rank season, Rob would be in there in the trenches, getting his first ten with Farrah. Back in the day, sure, but like, oh my! Like, when well, that's we just it. it. That, that was day, like two Christian? years ago, two and a half years ago. Yeah, like the game I haven't just played a... played that in so long. Ugh. There's 9. no way. Amazing. There's no way they give it. A perfect now, and they actually played it. It has to be like rose tinted glasses. Back in the day, I would have been like, "Oh, because it got a, it got a nine point four when it first came out. It got a nine point four on its first review, and now and it's it got, somehow and perfect. Like, and it got a perfect ten. It's a masterpiece. It says Overwatch is a masterpiece, a dizzling amalgam of unique characters, stunning style, and compelling dynamic action. That's literally all it says, and then ten. Never mind the, the fact that they keep adding new characters that completely break their game, and then they have to figure out how in the world to fix their game, and they can't. And then figure they it ruin out. Genji, and they never make Genji relevant again. And Blue never comes back because then they change Hanzo's kit completely, and now <laughs> Blue doesn't want to play any of the Weeb classes, and now I'm gone. <laughs> the no verdict: I'm Overwatch on. is a one of a kind hero shooter that is far and away the best of its genre. Ah, uh, Team Fortress Two still exists. <laughs> I mean, it that offers- is true, though. I wish we had more hero shooters. You think, but you you think Overwatch is the best hero shooter out right now? Absolutely. I mean, I have more fun with Paladins. <laughs> that's and true. And people say that's it's, budget. At Overwatch, this point, but... you're coming up on probably doing more Paladin than Overwatch videos. That's true. I mean, recently, offer... like I would, if I had to choose right now, make Overwatch content for the rest of my life for Paladins. I use Paladins. I would, <laughs> I would lose my mind. It's the Paladin only channel. I just, uh... yeah. I mean. We kind of like briefly touched on it and there was the whole drama when we did that one video, but like to come back four years later and give it a better rating than it had at launch to say it's perfect when it's been on a downward trend like is insane. It just makes no um, sense. It offers variety, depth, and a style that very few uh, come to close to matching. See, I would argue the variety part too. I feel like there's not much variety. I mean, custom <laughs> game games, a- yeah. Like the there's game a lot has a of sick fun, art but... style too, as far as it is. and the lore is cool. I like the lore of Overwatch. Uh, yeah, the like, lore I, is I, I do like of it. I, I do like the characters. <laughs> yeah, there's like two paragraphs per character, right? Um, Some of them have like the cinematic. Like nobody, nobody does it like Blizzard does, and the art style is super sick. But man, I, it's like Overwatch was like a game that I started playing, and I was like, dude, this game is going to be sick. And then like they developed it like it was an early access title. 
where like everything changed constantly. And at that point, like you come back two years later and it's like, wow, this is nothing like what I remembered. Dude, I think this is the funniest line in this whole thing. It's four-year-old foundation has been lovingly crafted into an unparalleled multiplayer experience that it offers today. Yeah. They really think that Overwatch has been like been like ooh, like loved yeah. and been like taken what? care of and like if anything, dude, has been beaten, tortured, yeah, run mm-hmm. through the ringer, kicked out, made come back, like oh, so bad. From know. now, it's now cherished characters and expertly crafted maps to to outstanding sound design and dynamic action. It's a masterpiece of competitive gameplay. Most importantly of all, though, it's never stopped being ridiculously fun after all these years. It has to be like an IGN Overwatch stand. Stand, yeah. Like, they're like, yeah. Dude, stand, dude. yeah. There's some guy who's like puts in 200 hours every week still. They're like, hey, write a review. He's like, yes. Because yes. Overwatch, has, for yes, some reason, yes, yes. stands, man. Like, they, they love Overwatch to this day. They, I like, mean, good they, for them. But, like, I mean, I can't argue with a lot of that stuff. Like, audio, of course, great. Graphics, great. Um, Like, maps. Like, so much of the stuff is great. And yet, somehow, you put it all together <laughs> and you jump in a game and you go, I hate my life. <laughs> like, I hate this. Like, everything is here. That's Why is it worst. not clicking? Like, that's honestly um, what it feels like. Like... For some reason, it clicked a little bit more like three years ago. But now I go in and it's like, what? What is this? Yeah, it's just it's just a clown fiesta of just a, a mess that it doesn't know what it wants to be. It's just oh, I hate it. I hate it. I mean, literally, um, the only problem is like the sandbox because I can't even complain. Like as far as I've always, you know, played like input uh, lag, latency, hit registration. I can't be like, oh, the freaking Blizzard servers, they suck. Like, no, they're pretty yeah. solid. They've always been solid. Like, I, I like the comp rating system when I played. I guess a yeah. lot of the, the characters do have interesting um, kits and stuff. Like, that's not, But, like, for some reason, you, you just go in. And it's just... And it sucks. I think the big problem like that is, like, it's just slowly been refined gameplay wise more and more and more into just death ball um like group as five less skill intensive because like that's the problem is like a lot of the big old dps players used to love to watch like mccree's widows genji's hanzo's all that like irrelevant now they can't they just get jumped on auto aim. Well, and like the other DPSs like, are very low, like a Reaper, where you just hold left click and just like stand in front of things. Or and just, then yeah, Q. Like, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe um, that's part of it. Again, we talked about maybe you know just change. They but wrap like, it up with this. Um, all of these this? factors combine to make Overwatch a singular uh, a singular special shooter and one that I would recommend to anyone without hesitation. Would you recommend Overwatch? Oh God. Uh, I, if they've never honestly, played, if they've maybe? never played it, I would say probably, and they probably then, get a good some fun out of it. Yeah, and then just stay in low elo. Just like <laughs> have maybe, that game be the learn. If you're learning PC gaming, like have that maybe be the game you learn it on. Maybe. Yeah, I, that's that's really not a bad game to introduction to PC. Okay, that's what I learned on. Yeah, and there's always what? there's interesting characters people can gravitate to and like. So I mean like I yeah. would but like at the same time 
But then it's like, all right, would you like? What would your guys' video? What would you guys give Overwatch today if you guys were the IGN reviewer and you did a re- review? Dude, man, if I if if I mean, that'd be a little rough. <laughs> if it was know, four years ago, I would have given Overwatch like a nine and a half to a ten. Yeah, yeah. original score is a nine point six. Hundred percent. If it came out, I'd agree it, with that. The very like when it launched, I would have probably given it a ten, just because it was. I mean, like just an evolution of hero shooters, and then, man, like now I would probably give the game like a six and a half, seven. Yeah. Like I think at launch, I wouldn't have given it a perfect until because I think it took them like two weeks or something to only to uh to put out comp. Yeah, because like after a week, week and a half, it felt like okay, like quick play is fun, but like I need, yeah, like I need there needs to be something else. And when comp came out, then it was perfect. You have this for like casual, you have this for competitive. I think that's where it was at its peak. But then, yeah, like now, I mean, that's the hard part. Is like fundamentally, you look at the game, you look at everything it's got going for it. You like. It's good. I own like, own esport league. Yeah, like, like th- this, but for some reason, you can't even pay me to play like a game because I j- I just don't have fun. Yeah, and I don't know what that factor is. Whatever's going on there, but yeah, for that fact alone, I'd give it like a five or six, which I don't think is fair. Like that's why yeah. I said like don't get me to review it. But like <laughs> for me, like. I'd put well, it down yeah, there this bias like, guy doing it, dude. Like, what yeah, difference is it you doing it? Like, at no point am I ever like, you know what? I'm gonna hop on some Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't felt that in two and a half, three years. Like, I don't even know. Hey, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Let's it's fire it up. Time. Yeah, let's play some Hanzo, right? And then you hop in, and you just get jumped on by Winston's left and right. You go, all right, I'm out. What about you, Blue? What's your score for Overwatch? He said like six and a half, seven. Six and a half. half. Yeah, I'd be like six, six and a half. Just like, I'd be shitting all over the game. I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm bitter. So don't listen to me. (laughs) I'm like a bitter old man. You know what you should listen to? This ad read. read. Yeah, see? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to GG Over Easy, where we give the most honest reviews about the most honest things at the most perfect, most perfect, that's not even the right time, you know? Okay. Four years later, dude, you know what the world needs? Uh Uh-oh. An Overwatch review. So I took (laughs) it upon myself. Spoilers. Pick for that day. I wrote that article. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Fruit. Did you? I mean, like, come back to Overwatch, guys. Trust me. My YouTube content. I'll do customs again. Come back, guys. Somebody had to have written it like a year ago, and they're just saving it. Like, all right, it's a real slow day. All right, just throw it up. And they like change it from like three year review to like four year. Just put everything at four. Like, all right, put it up. But that leads us to. Uh, and Blue is going to lead us into video game reviews in general. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, uh, we don't agree with that video game review in any way, shape, or form. And over the years, especially over the past five years or so, uh, it kind of seems like video game reviews have become less and less relevant toward the consumer perspective. So I'm wondering if you guys, or pretty much any of us, actually still take video game reviews seriously. Because I remember back in the day, Oh, yeah. I would look at review scores and I'd be like, oh, this game. Oh, That's dude, what you a base your game off of. Yeah, 95 out of 100. Game this game is going to be legendary, like bro. Yeah, when GameSpot was at 10, it's like, bro, GameSpot, <laughs> GameSpot gave it a 10, bro. Yeah, I but remember now, I was going to IGN. Nintendo Power, yeah. dude, nine and a half. Like, let's get it. Yeah, Nintendo Power reviewing the newest Mario game. Yeah, it's a <laughs> nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, no bias there. <laughs> it's definitely nine and a half. <laughs> but I'm... Uh, yeah. I mean, I how mean, much do video game reviews matter to you guys now? Because I, in terms of like like a big like media market, like an IGN or like a GameSpot, most of those places are like paid. Like, hey, if you like, I get, I I'm not sure if it's like public, but like if it's like a under the table, hey, like give us a good review, <laughs> like we'll hook it up a little bit, or like give us a clearly good review, like. Kid. Clearly, like that guy who loves Overwatch too is clearly like can't take his bias out of that opinion at all. So you also have to like take into account who the reviewer is, and most of the time the reviewer is just some random. Like I'm looking up at this what this guy's reviewed in the past. This guy and the only other games he's ever reviewed are other FIFA games. Like I'm not gonna take advice from a guy who's <laughs> only ever reviewed a FIFA game, which is the same fucking game for the past twenty years. And gives it a nine point two every single year. <laughs> the like, innovation I, this year is insane. Yeah, I pulled so Ronaldo. if anything, I get my I get my like game reviews from like you guys or uh, the Angry Joe Show um, or something like that. I, I'll, I'll watch him or I'll come to you guys. And if there's something like a game that you genuinely like, I know you guys are gamers, so I normally just go to my gamer friends if I have like any kind of review. Oh my god, I'm a yeah, gamer. you guys are gamers. I would say I gave up caring not only on those reviews, but reviews 
entertainment reviews in general, like a couple years ago. Oh, even like movie reviews? You don't yeah, like I don't, Rotten Tomatoes? No. Nope. Like you don't really? That's the only you, one I kind of hold my metrics to. Because here's tomato. the thing, as far as reviews go now. First off, I think we've talked about this. Rating scales are garbage and they don't give any good indication. Because you could get like the worst video game ever and they'll be like, 6 out of 10. Like, On what? a scale of fingernail to uh, pigtail, uh, no, what like, do you give this score? Like you'll ah, never find something below like six out of ten. Like it muddies the score. Like okay, that's an eight, and that's a nine, and it's eight point two, seven point five. They all hover around the like, same. It's like what? Okay, give me a breakdown. What exactly is like factoring in the score? I still believe reviews should literally like for video games. Let's say it's literally like don't purchase. Uh, like borrow your friend's account. Get it yourself. Must buy. Like something like that, where it's literally just mm-hmm. like essentially skip it. Um, maybe a one-time play or like this is this is the game. At least that gives some little more of a metric. But I think the rating system in general is garbage. I, it doesn't give me anything. And the only time I pay attention to reviews is when it's a big game and it's flopping, because then that's usually more indicative. Because like that's when you're just like, well, and then that's usually like okay, like that. Okay, this is probably a sign of something. Let me look into it. But otherwise, every review, eight out of ten, eight and a half out of ten. Every game now, it's eight, eight, eight and a half, nine. It's like, okay, I don't really know the difference anymore. So for me, I it's usually like, is this interest me, and do I have fun with it? It doesn't have to be a perfect game, but do I have fun with it? And so that's the same way for me with movies. Um. I'll find that some not critically acclaimed movies or like even some movies that are like rated rotten or whatever. I still go, huh? Yeah, that was, that was entertaining. I probably won't watch it again. I don't watch like anything again, but like, yeah, like I don't regret watching that once. And then I go like, I wonder what it got like 12%. Like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like that's the same with like some video games. It's like, it's just, the reviews are so skewed. The scales don't make any sense. And like Rob was saying, maybe it's a conspiracy tenfold thing, but it seems like majority of the time there is something going. There is an underlining something always with a lot of these reviews. Be. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're a big media conglomerate that gets a lot of readers and clicks, man. Of course they want like, uh, cause like to, to the normies, you see IGN like, cause we're, we're, we're woke guys we're woke yeah, gamers dude, we're, here we're so different. woke gamers bro yeah we're woke all right so we don't look at IGN. those are fake honest, gamers we, he's got his oculus heads like on let's be real perfect <laughs> i'm woke, woke as shit yeah we woke <laughs> over here but like i can't even see not, you i'm woke the rest of the gaming community like is not woke sleep. so they they're like sleep. IGN. And stuff. they're asleep <laughs> yeah they sleep and read ign we, we're out of the Matrix. We took the red pill. We don't read that <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Bro, do you keep it, it do on like every, even... every podcast, dude. Keep it on every podcast. Maybe if I just have pink guy forever. <laughs> Blue, do you like take any review seriously, though? I used to, for sure. But as time has went on, it's kind of become like... Most of the games I'm into now are, like, aren't even like reviewed well on from reviewers in general. Like... What PUBG was didn't even get reviewed until like way late in the game. Like Fortnite really? didn't even actually get reviewed because all everything's like early access now. Uh, Most of the time, but, too, what I look for is like give give me the TLDR, like bullet points, like con, yeah, like pro con, pro con, like a general overview too, so I can get a feeling for their rating. 
But then aside from that, it's like, right, I'll play it for myself or ask somebody I know. Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just thought it came in my head. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's kind of just gotten to the point where I don't even get my information from new, like gaming websites anymore. It's, it's all through like Twitter, uh, through like Reddit. Yeah. Uh, people play they get like I, you could literally watch people like if you're interested in the game and you're not sure it's good or not you could literally Go watch on twitch <laughs> anybody on youtube or twitch nowadays to get like a direct feed of like what you're looking for whereas on gaming review I mean, sites it's always like bits and snippets and yeah. oh yeah well this was pretty cool as opposed to like i could literally just watch this dude do exactly what i'm looking for to see if i want this game or not yeah i do that too even me, I look up other creators like, have they made some on this? What is it like? Yeah. Okay. So I just looked it up. I looked up the the ten, the only ten out of tens IGN has ever given. Okay. Um. So I guess throw Overwatch on this list now. Uh. These are oh, all the yeah. ten out of tens modern games that IGN has ever given a ten out of ten to. What is modern? Uh, like 10, 20 years? Like I don't know. Current it gen. Says, it just says modern. Whatever right. that means. Um. Uh. Persona Five Royal. Never played it. Uh, Half Life, Half Life, Alex. They gave that a ten out of ten. Weebs nom. Uh, Red Red Dead Redemption Two. That got a ten out of ten. Uh, God of War, the newest and most recent. Boy. that got a ten out of ten. Uh, Celeste received a ten out of ten. Uh, Mario Super Mario Odyssey uh, got a ten out of ten. Undertale still need to play that game. I haven't played that. Uh, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild got a ten out of ten. Um, a game called Inside. I don't know what that is. Uh, it looks kind of spooky. Uh, the Witness. That That's that puzzle game that I still need to beat. Uh, that got a ten out of ten. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. I know Blue played that a lot. That game was tight. Uh, GTA Five got a ten out of ten. Uh, the Last of Us, um, which I uh, Blue. I read the leaks, and let me tell you, wow. Um, the Legend <laughs> of Zelda Skyward Sword. Uh, I never played Skyward Six Sword. I I thought the, the uh, I thought the Wiimote was whack. I was like, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. I gotta respect that. I gotta respect that. <laughs> uh, Uncharted Three: Drake's Deception. I've never played an Uncharted game. I played the multiplayer and that's about it. Because uh, I missed the first Pac- two because I had three sixty. So, oh, never. Yeah. Uh, Pac Man Championship Edition. Um, Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare that was like the zombie DLC, the DLC yeah. uh, that it had um, my little brother played that a lot uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2 I think the Super Mario Galaxies are whack um, GTA 4 I never really played GTA I don't know if you guys did that one at least in my uh, Christian probably- household nice man <laughs> Uh, probably another Blue Wessel game here. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns Fight is Fog. <laughs> really? One of the best games of all time. This is not disputable. Really? That's, <laughs> no, easy. that's I a, will not IG, accept IGN either. got ten. it right. Easiest 10 ever. IGN got it right. Um, Pokemon okay, Red and Blue. Uh, is I mean, obviously, yeah. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is the last one. I got a 10 out of 10. And now Overwatch four years later. 10 out of 10. Okay, I pulled the list up. L- let me break down roughly. At least the games I can like speak to. I'm not going to be like, oh, I didn't play that game. That game sucks. 
I can't do that, right? Half-Life Alyx, though, I will say, from what I've seen and stuff, as far as, like, a VR game, from what, at least from a viewer perspective, oh, that it looks looks like very, like, pushing the VR back. Yeah, that, like, that looks like, at least for what we currently have, like, the, if you're going to play VR, like, that right now is the mm-hmm. game. So, I would say, again, I haven't played it, but just from a viewer point, like, especially if we're being like, well, for a VR game, I definitely think that would make sense. I can't do it. It makes me sick. Well, same. Red Dead Redemption 2, we have to note that this is not taken in the multiplayer. Like, this is the story. And off that, I would say yes, I agree. Uh, uh, I never got the round to beat it. Story's fantastic. I mean, like, everything it did, oh. the immersion, characters, storytelling, open world, I mean... I'm well, all just for it. the game itself is just super impressive too. Just like yeah. NPC, like when you get dirty, like your clothes eventually get dirty. Like that shit's cool. I mean, I just yeah, it was very close to like I mean, it's arguably like the best cowboy simulator we have, right? Um, God of War. I mean, that might be my game of all time. So I would say 100 percent yes. Game of the decade, like best game ever for me. Wow. Um. I was super impressed with that game. Um, So that's up there. Celeste. I watched Lyric try and fight that boss for like. Oh, the Valkyrie Queen? Yeah. Um, How long did that take you? Took me about an hour 15. Oh, dang. Um, 25 hours, I think. Well, so he was doing it on like Valkyrie difficulty or whatever. Like literally like the hardest. I was doing it on. Give me God of War. Yeah. I was like, I think regular. Um difficulty but i remember when i fought it my gear level was like three levels below which oh. was like bare minimum to fight so if i had had the right gear oh it would have been you over yeah way over but personally i loved i love fights like that because i was actually thinking about this in like the shower the other day. maybe it was today i don't remember i think it's i think it's my ocd because i love pattern recognition like that like i like things to make sense. And I like fighting bosses like that. <laughs> I like things because yeah, because then I can I can identify and I know okay, I see this, this is what's going to happen. And then I like to learn the entire fight and then I know every like quote unquote pattern. I don't know. Cuz I was thinking back to it like I loved the Valkyrie fight. It was like frustrating, but there's that thing about that and like those games, like the Souls games and stuff. It's like identifying patterns and then nailing it, like Sekiro and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I love that final boss fight. Uh, Celeste, I've only heard okay. one good things about the story. Um, and it apparently does a really good job I touching on... I thought you made on, a video on it. I'm, well, I, I haven't beat it, but I, I made oh, a video right. on it. Um, but it does a really good job apparently touching on like um, some social aspects, especially like depression and whatnot. And then the platforming itself, super impressed with. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people say it's like the snappiest, best feeling platformer out there. And even the the bits I played, I was like, this. I like, literally it's wanted like satisfying to, when you hit the pop, pop, like so. everything. Like literally, when I was done, I wanted to play more just because the gameplay felt that satisfying. Gotcha. It's strange, but they did a super good job of that. So I'd agree with that. Super Mario Odyssey. I can't okay. say I played it. Yeah, I know most you people like. Yeah, I mean, Super Mario, I mean, Super, pretty much every Super Mario game is tight, just because Nintendo puts a lot of effort into them. I watched yeah, Donkey's Nintendo review, and I was like, Nintendo, I, I agree. Tight. 
<laughs> Based off watching Donkey's video, yeah, I'm down. Perfect game. I agree. They're, like, okay, see, like, there is a good example of a quote-unquote review I like. Like, when Donkey does somebody a review. somebody you trust? It's somebody I trust, but also, on top of that, one, well, he doesn't have, like, any underlying motives. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. like, we're sitting here like, are they paid? It, just the fact alone that, like, it raises those questions already kind of. Yeah, he's he's literally, like, true neutral. Yeah. You know, like, for a fact. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like if if Donkey's saying them is either because he hates it or loves it, and there's no reason behind it. Um, so when he makes a video like that, not only that, but like he goes into why he goes into the the like the, the intricate parts, like, like a trope that like yeah, game, yeah, so and like, the gameplay specifics, and he'll relate it to other things if he can, or or if it does something well, what exactly does it do well, and why does it do well compared to what it doesn't do well, or like. When he does review, it's very in-depth and it doesn't mince words and it's like, I understand. Like, I, I watched that and I was like, I've played Super Mario Odyssey. I watched Dunk, Donkey's video. <laughs> um, Undertale, again, have not. I know it took the world by storm. I played um, a little bit of it. The, the little thing where you move the heart, it's pretty fun. It reminds me a lot of Cuphead. It's a I know extent. it's... I mean, How's Cuphead not a 10? Oh, dude. I love Cuphead. That's cheese. That's one of my favorite games. Yeah, me too. Um, so Undertale, again, can't speak much to it, but I know, especially as far as like indie games, um, I feel like that one and like Stardew, and I guess you could go back further to like Braid and Fez and stuff, but I feel like those are some of those ones that like, Super when people boy. think like, yeah, like think indie games, it's like, those are the indie games. Like the ones that really took off, especially... Undertale's more recent it says here August 15th, 2017. So like the indie craze, I would say it was more like 2011, 2012, and that's when everyone's like, wait a minute, you can like actually survive making a video game by yourself or with a couple people. Um, but I think what they did was really cool. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I will say I have played. Didn't finish. But it lost me. So for me, I wouldn't I wouldn't give it a perfect. I still think it was a great game. I'd give it like a nine. But a perfect? I don't know. Um, I think you both have played it, so feel free to disagree with me. Oh, I didn't beat it. I'd like Ocarina of Time better. I can't give you can't for me. I can't give more Zelda games in a series a ten. Like there can only be one ten in a Zelda series, and that's Ocarina of Time. Blue, what do you what do you stand on Breath of the Wild? I think Breath of the Wild is the best Zelda game of all time, oh. while also being one of the best video games of all time. But I will give this Zelda Breath of the Wild is the most drastically different from any other Zelda game. True. It's so different from every I'll give him that. It, it's very and that, different, and that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, and that's, that's probably why I don't like it as much. So I've never, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to like, there's been so many open world games, right? And with Breath of the Wild, it was like, it's, it's like the first time you, you, man, how do I describe it? It's like the first time you watched like uh like a crazy uh computer generated flick, right? Like when <laughs> okay. you really saw something that was uncanny and you're like, "Wow, like oh, dude, this is crazy." Like uh like how people felt when they saw like that Avatar movie the first time. Or Jurassic like, Park. Yeah. Or yeah, or Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's another good example. And there's plenty of movies that are back in the day there's plenty of movies that already did that stuff, but when they did it it was like, "Whoa." Like this is nuts, 
And that's how I feel about Breath of the Wild, where there's so many open world games, but when Breath of the Wild did it, it was like, holy shit. Like, I'm never going to experience a game like this. I might not ever experience a game like I just did ever again. What what map is bigger, GTA 5 or Breath of the Wild? Well, I also don't think that's quite fair. I don't know the size, but I don't, I don't think it's don't, quite fair because GTA is really denser. Yeah, I don't know which one's bigger, and that really doesn't matter because... They do the different density, things, too. Yeah, they both do completely different things. Like, in Breath of the Wild, I can appreciate scenery, but at the same time, like, when I go over a hill, I'm like, man, like, legit, I was like, man, I wonder what's going to be over that fucking hill. Like, what's going what's gonna to be there for me to explore? And, like, literally on lunch, back when I was at my old job, literally, I brought my Switch in, and I had one of those stupid, like, commercial moments where it was like, <laughs> what did you do over your lunch break? And they were like, oh, I ate some sushi. And then I'm like over here like... I fought a hobgoblin. Yeah, well, I went to a secret shrine at the top of a hidden mountain and slayed a dragon to free it from its mortal coil. What did you do? <laughs> like, like, I, that I was re- the wild for me. I, like I, just, I just had a leftover tuna sandwich. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that. <laughs> well, I would say, too, I think the problem was... Like, from when I did play it, I did enjoy it. But I think for me, I was also fatigued just on open world games. Because that was around the time, and I mean, I feel like it's starting to make a bit of a resurgence too, but there's just so many open world games. And for me, I needed something more linear at the time. So, again, like, I I don't really have anything bad to say about the game. So when I played it, I had fun. It was just, I would just give it a 9 just because, like, I I didn't finish it. But again, I think like, like, like I said, I don't really have anything to knock it on. And like you said, like your opinion on that game isn't the first one I've heard of that. Like people who play that game, like almost everyone's like, I loved it. And even for a lot of people who didn't hardcore game like that too, with like a switch tried breath of the wild and they're like, yeah, I have like 200 hours in it. That's more than my candy crush. (laughs) Like, (laughs) So I do think it did something really cool. And I do appreciate too, like you said, like that's pretty drastic compared to like what we would have expected from a Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Um so I can understand why it made the list. I guess just on my personal list, it wouldn't make it just because uh, I should go back and give it another chance. Or maybe I will with the second one, but um but it seems like aside from nostalgia on like Ocarina of Time most people seem to think that this is now the best Legend of Zelda. I know you hate to hear it, Rob, but... Yeah, but they're wrong, so... <laughs> but... Uh, then there was Inside, which I haven't played, but I know it's um, the like a spiritual successor to Limbo, which is another one of those indie games I'd put on that list of, like, kind of spearheaded the, like the indie game movement, the indie game boom. Um, never played it, but again... Like Limbo, it appeared to uh to be amazing. So, mm-hmm. The Witness. Oh, that's that puzzle game, dude. That I, it's actually pretty sick. I actually really like it. I've I've gone back to it every now and then. It's pretty fun. I like my puzzles. my only experience with The Witness was launch day. <laughs> There'd been all this weird talk about this weird, bizarre game. I was like, let me check it out. Lyric streaming it. So I check it out. And I've never felt more like Twitch chat that day, sitting here watching him try to do a puzzle that is like, to me, I was like, like yeah, this quite is quite elementary. Well, like, it was literally like, like, this is the tutorial, dude. Like, it's literally like, 
Oh my god! I was literally about to like type in chat. Like, I'm like, I'm that guy right now, and I just got I'm, so infuriated. That, yeah, that like that was my experience. With I'm in the backseat. This guy. <laughs> that was all my experience. Home. I was just so upset, and then I was also like, wow, I'm too invested in this. Like, I need to stop watching. Because so I was like, that's I'm I'm that guy in chat right now. You were, you you were you were on the cusp. There's only two times that's happened. That one, and then one time I was watching Summit on Sea of Thieves. And he had a treasure map. Sweet Jesus. He could not find the X. And literally chat too. I wasn't typing, but chat was with me. And they're like, literally, like, dude, left. And he's like ignoring it. He's like, I can find it, guys. It took him like two hours. And it's a Sea of Thieves chest. Like, it's, it's not rocket science. It's like an island and it's only so big. Oof. I got heated that. Heated that time. But yeah, as far as the actual game, The Witness, I don't know. That's my experience. I don't think I don't think you've played it, have you, Blue? Uh, Witness, no, I have not. I could, I would not stop hearing about that game though, and I was always interested, but I just never, just never played it. I should though, because I do like puzzle games. I just like that's a game though. Like I wouldn't probably do a video or a stream on because for the, the that same reason, there's always somebody that's like, well, I would have figured that out earlier. Like I saw the solution oh, yes, immediately. But of it's so simple. <laughs> I've played through the game three times, and I can't believe you don't already know how to do everything. It's like, ah, Jesus. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. We got Blue over here, who's a stan. Um, I only yeah. ever used it to like make a little funny montage video, so I don't really have much. I just knew it was fun to like parachute people up. Did enjoy that, and then of course all the tweets about quiet. Um, she's like that girl uh, in the story that has like the weird eyeshadow, and she's only wearing like a a bra or something. She has like the torn leggings. It, it was like, oh yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. You'll know when you leave. Yeah, it took Twitter. Uh, you can hear it in my reflection. <laughs> um, Grand Theft Auto Five doesn't surprise me. Loved it. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was sick. When it first came out. I mean, same thing as like... Oh, yeah. As far as Red Dead Redemption, like what they tried to accomplish, the scale and what they did, not only that, but the multiplayer, like... And the story, too. Like, everything about that game, like, they really delivered on. Um, Mm -hmm. Can't really argue that one. The Last of Us, I haven't played it, but again, I've only heard great stuff. Uh, Legend of Zelda... No, I haven't. I need to before the second one. Yeah, I don't want. Uh, maybe you just play the uh, Skyward Sword. I'll be honest. I don't even remember the name. That name. It's the one where the Wiimote was the first thing. I think right. Yeah. Or is that Twilight Princess? Twilight Princess was right after, right before I sold my Wii. So I never had Skyward Sword or anything. Because that's when I sold it to get Halo Three. Smart man. Um. Uncharted three, oh, I can't. It. I can't say much about that one. I did hear good things, but yeah, that came out in 2011. So the first three Uncharted, I couldn't even play because I had Xbox. Hold on. Um, what are these other ones? Pokemon Red and Blue. Pfft, let's go. I would say that. Four Pokemon games haven't gotten a ten out of ten though. I'm not. 
Like Heart Gold needs a ten out of ten. That one's up there. But I still think How we could get a ten out of ten. Because I think the reason Pokemon Red and you put Red and Blue up there is because it's the first pretty much well one game of its kind. Like Pokemon like there's a reason, you know, you'll say like, oh, this is a Pokemon like game. Right? Like Pokemon pretty much made that genre of monster catching and blah blah. Or at the very least, you know, Omega popularized it. Yeah. They made their um formula. And on top of that, because it's the first one, like it's not like, well, they could have added this quality. Like this was the the start. Like the framework. And because of what they did, and at the time everything like they're pushing boundaries. Like it, it was pretty um groundbreaking. And I mean it's the reason why Pokemon is what it is today. If it wasn't for red and blue. Um now as for like more recent games, it's because like this is Pokemon Red and Blue, but twelve years later and they just added a keychain Pokemon. <laughs> Point That's being they just don't they're not changing the formula. They're not like pushing yeah. boundaries like like Legend of Zelda. Uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild, like that's pushing boundaries. Like you're like, wow, I did not expect that. There they hasn't been a Pokemon game where I'm like, wow, I did not expect that. Yeah, I, I mean, saw that's... a funny tweet and uh. it was like, uh, Corona. It was like Corona's not going to last that long. And it was like Diamond. It was like Pokemon Diamond and Pearl underneath it. <laughs> it was like Corona. Yeah, I think that's the reason you would have the originals up there. Um, but then. Yeah, kind of same story with the recent ones, and we've touched on Blue and I plenty with the whole Pokemon bit, but it's just game. Free. They just play it too too safe. They have a formula; they know it works. They really do. Um, and then Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Yeah, easy. which Rob, I know you disagree with. That shouldn't be up there. Yeah, like that should be an eleven. <laughs> that, should, that should be an eleven. A whole new that rating system. Gaming. That game taught me how to do puzzles. Point like, is, I, I will say, that, I came it from me more than elementary school. That's I agree I mean. with most of those, or like literally the ones that I've played at least. I can be like, yeah, I understand that. So for I'm the most part, I agree with them. Heads. Maybe that's a good. But now we throw Overwatch in there now, right? Yeah, but to see, then it's like I don't agree with them. Yeah, I mean that's that's a tough sell. Um, long story short, though, those a lot of at least. Overview of perfect scores. I agree with most of those, mm-hmm. but again, also those those are ones that are easier. Like it's a lot easier though to look at a game that great and just be like wowzers. But then you get like like when you know uh, Ubisoft was like cranking out Assassin's Creed every year. It's like nine. I don't, I don't actually know what the ratings were, but like it wasn't even like oh, they could have like this is great, or they'd be like. You know what? A little, a little same, same. Not much changed. Graphically wasn't great. It had some stuttering performance issues, glitches. Story didn't really sell me. Honestly, it didn't really add upon anything in the Assassin's Creed. Eight point seven. Like, what? I feel like that's a review so often too. It's like, I don't, I don't get it. So, I don't understand anything. But hopefully, you know what we will understand. What? This ad read. 
Hello. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool. And I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The GG over easy. We talked, we, we have so far stayed on brand for a good bit, a lot of video game talk. I don't know if that's God, a good no, thing or bad. Pretty good. Got the three <laughs> topics. Very good so for I, us. So I feel like most of the listeners are, ah. It doesn't happen often. Yeah, they're like, they're actually staying on topic, dude. Oh, wait. Speaking of which, hey, while I work us into the next topic, somebody want to get us a review? Oh, uh, yeah, I could, yeah, I could pull one up. Um, let me see. Apple Podcasts. Before um, we do browse. that, oh. I'll sauce you up like Zack Snyder's trying to sauce up the oh, Zack Snyder cut I'm for actually Justice I'm so League. interested in that. Oh, my God. I don't know. Big Sam. How could it be that much better? Like, what? So, I'm only interested... Away? Because it's either going to turn out S tier or it's going to be like the biggest. Still just joke a giant meme. Because guess what? Mark yeah. Zuckerberg is still fucking what's his face in the movie. Like that doesn't change. I mean, that's like, still one of the worst castings like of all time. Yeah, of course. Maybe in the Zack Snyder cut, Lex Luthor's just not in it. <laughs> well, what about cool. Dooms and then Doomsday? Like, hello. Well, I think well, there's a lot of problems with that. And we'll have to see how he cuts it. I have no idea. But I do remember like. Even at release, this there was that all this talk like Zack Snyder had a cut, but Warner Brothers or DC or whatever is like no, and then they did it, and Zack Snyder didn't agree or whatever, and blah blah blah, and then it hits the movie theaters, and then it like bombs. So we've been waiting for this for a while, and I I'm with Blue. I'm here. I'm interested because it's either going to be like, wow, DC messed up, like they wouldn't be a joke right now if they actually did this, or it's like, well, now Zack Snyder. You're, <laughs> Like, nice one. Like, nice meme. Like, yeesh. Like, yeah, it's either going like, to be incredible and, like, redeems it, or I mean, it's I'm just going to have to buy HBO Go Max or whatever it is. So, I mean, I that's mean, probably the play, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, he's he's uh, got a tall order ahead of him because it's mo- It's going to be way easier for it to go poorly than it is to go well and wow people. So, we'll see. Well, if you guess, guess me what Rotten Tomato uh, gave Justice League, and I'll say the fans, the fans. What did the fans give Justice League? Uh, fifty-three. 
Blue? Mm, 40. The fans gave it a 71. Where to go, fans? Actually, not bad. Hey, man, I'm hey, pretty hey, surprised. Yeah, they were a lot nicer than I'd be. I actually didn't hate it, but I also didn't like it. I, 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 I will say again, I hated the filter. Oh, I liked I Batfleck. I, like I thought Batfleck was pretty good, man. I know people I hated very, it, okay. but I, I thought Batfleck was them, but, pretty all right. Yeah. I'm really upset they didn't uh, go further with him. Do you think their end of the resolution in the conflict is because they have the same mother's name in Zack Snyder's version? I hope not. But I feel <laughs> like, like that's like, going to be that's going to be pretty hard to work out. Though. Like that's. I just feel like Zack Snyder's watching that happening. He's like, exactly like. How well, because unless they have an alternate, like footage of of that pin- pinnacle moment, there's no other way for you to realize oh they're on the same team. So we'll see. No. Um, okay, but I have a review right here. I guess I did. I lost it. Okay, no, we have it. All right. Um, from Outlet Four, um, titled Four Twenty Stars. Um, I've been watching Mr. Fruit and the Dream Team for a long time. In fact, you could say that they've even helped me a lot in my tween years with their Destiny videos. Now that I'm in high school, I watch Mr. Fruit and still play Destiny 2, regrettably. Uh, This podcast (laughs) is great to listen to while I sit back and relax, yet also keeps you engaged with insightful conversations and amazing chemistry. It truly feels like uh, like a group of longtime friends, and I'm really happy I've gotten to watch them for so long. Love you, Rob, Blue, and Fruit. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, that was very nice and wholesome, oh, and I really wholesome. just picked a random one. And you should killed we, it. Should we be worried that he admits he has poor judgment with Destiny Two? So does that mean he has poor judgment in content? No, we extrapolate I mean, that. No, I, uh, <laughs> shut up. I was expecting Stop. him to be like, "You helped me in my tweens," but then I grew up and realized, "Wait a minute!" Wow, you kind of suck. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> you guys, are, you guys actually suck. I watched you. There was this stupid Reddit post. Oh my god, here we go. Let me what? find it. On the Mr. Fruit subreddit. That. I don't know why you do this to yourself. It's on the Mr. Fruit subreddit. The Reddit has, the Reddit yeah. has mostly like, why... banger posts. It's Sometimes called... you get some posts in there that are yeah, it's called. But... It's called What Happened. Oh. And essentially, oh, like, no. I've been oh, subscribed no. to Miss Fruit since the summer of the end of Taken King. Been a huge fan. Blah, 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 blah. I haven't watched a video of his and actually enjoyed it in almost six months. Uh, I'm definitely not saying that his videos have become bad. Have you not watched the Jackbox videos, man? <laughs> Just that they've changed, but I can't really put my finger on how, how they've changed. Um, does anyone else feel similar? And then, like, No, and man, some that's just like called, you're changing and you're just becoming somebody different and you can watch other content without making people feel shitty about it. That's just mm-hmm. what it is. There's mm-hmm. nothing about us that's changed. It's something about you that is changing, and there's still nothing wrong with that. Worst part, too, is just like I'm putting more editing, more effort in editing here. Yeah. And it's six Dude. months ago, it's like, Sucks. And like, well, <laughs> you suck, uh, bro. <laughs> I mean, someone does have a good point. Like, um, part of it might be the fact that like games pretty dry right now. Like, we don't have a like the channel and us. We don't really have a main game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't been one. I mean, not even Destiny anymore. Because that's just a meme. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably part of it. But I mean, at least for me. Yeah, but I still have just as when I make a video, I'm like, this is a banger, dude. And then mm-hmm. it's like, I nothing. still have fun recording. 
Yeah. All right. I'll send uh, I'll send that 20 to your PayPal later. Thanks. <laughs> Um, speaking of television, uh, I know Christian is a big stan of this series, or I guess franchise. Um, Snowpiercer, did you watch yeah. the premiere? I, I'm gonna be honest. Until like a week ago, I didn't even know it was a thing. Me either. I saw a trailer yeah. for it. I was like, Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an ad on like Twitter, like scrolling through, like Snowpiercer appearing on like TNT, the Sunday, like TV shows. Like, wait, what? How did I not hear about this? So. Yeah, there's like a new Snowpiercer show on TNT that is based on the books and the movie. Um, and obviously, I mean, even just in the first episode, you see some of like how they've taken some creative freedoms or like some of the plot twists. If you've seen like the movie and stuff that like a twist to what you would normally think. But I already think it's just a super interesting concept. So like I'm going to watch the show anyway because in this one, like the train's like a thousand and one carts long or something like that oh so it's way yeah it's like a mega long and so it's just like i'm there literally even if it's not the most interesting i'm just gonna enjoy seeing how they like imagine this world and these cars and how they would like actually survive like this like that was the most interesting part to me is like this like logistics of it yeah like this fake scenario and the first episode was promising well, what was funny is like you're like I didn't know this was coming out. I was watching like it was like a Hulu show, and then like the advertisement started, and like it was like we live on this train for hundreds of years, and I was like, oh, like that's cool. And then like I was watching, <laughs> I was like, oh, that kind of like sounds like Snowpiercer, and I was like, this is ripping off Snowpiercer, and I was like, why is nobody upset that this is Snowpiercer? And then it's like, watch Snowpiercer. I was like, say, oh, that's because <laughs> it like, is Snowpiercer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, very cool. No Chris Evans, but that's okay. I know. I I feel like right now he's probably a pretty expensive well, I, sell. Also, yeah, I was gonna say also Snowpiercer is pre Captain America, Chris Evans, yeah. right? And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the rate is sure a that, little different. Yeah, I'm sure his rates are a little has changed Which, just a little bit. I'd actually just seen him for the first time. I saw Scott Pilgrim versus the World the other night. Oh, I don't know if you guys okay. have seen that before. I yes. love that movie. And okay, Blue's about to hate me. Never stop. <laughs> People never stop reminding me about how I sound like Michael Sarah from Scott Pilgrim. I think it's a very overrated movie, and I think it's very you're overrated. an overrated movie. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Yep, Mike drop. Boom, roasted. That movie is <laughs> sick as shit, dude. It's cool. I like the um, like when he jumps up and it like still has like the comic book kind of esque kind of things to it. it. That's cool, but I don't know. It's just so you're telling me you're a nerd ass and you didn't feel anything when you watched Scott Pilgrim. Not really, and probably because when it came out, I was like cool high school guy, and so I was like, yeah, like, yeah, what? yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess I haven't seen it in maybe. What kind of loser watch Scott Pilgrim? Probably when like plays Animal out? Crossing. When did that come out? <laughs> uh, 2011, I think. Oh that yeah, movie, that movie was ahead of its time. Because that that's when I remember. I was like, all these big names. It was kind of the same thing. Like Chris Evans was there. Um, Brie Larson. She's only 19. Um, obviously Michael Sarah. Um, I can't remember all the p- people, but like some big names. I'm like, geez, it reminds me when I watch Band of Brothers. And I'm like, oh my god, he's in this. Oh my god, he he was in there for like three seconds, and now he's like the big like. Yeah, it's like it's so weird seeing people before like you know like they really hit off. Um, yeah. but I really liked it. Yeah. Especially some of the humor, some of the humor parts. I uh, I had quite a couple chuckles. 
Like at first, I wasn't super sold. I was like, I'll give it some more time. But then once the movie started get going, have you ever like, seen the movie yeah. uh, American Ultra? It has like uh, the guy from Sounds super familiar Lex Luthor in it, and uh, the girl from Twilight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie's dope. I love that movie. There was some parts during Scott Pilgrim, where it was mainly uh, him and like the can't remember her name. But like the different colored hair chick, like the major love interest, whatever. Um, yes. And they they were in like snow, and it's like a weird dream sequence. There's a door, and it made me just want to rewatch uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I believe that's the title. I've never seen that. That is that's like with uh, Jim Carrey, right? So good. Yeah. Yeah. I've never uh, seen if you've never that's seen like that, when the movie they can like you can choose to erase memories, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen that, you are doing a disservice to yourself. It is fantastic. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll watch that because Sydney and I, we've been watching a lot of movies again. And uh, yesterday we watched uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Ooh, great mm. movie. Yeah. Wasn't my first time, but like, it was a great movie. Just a good movie. Uh, aside from that, I guess quickly we can talk on uh, Crucible. Not that Crucible. <laughs> the you know, Amazon just... one. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't play it yesterday. Did you guys have fun? Well, uh, Blue, have you played it? I have not played it. I don't really have an interest in playing it. I've seen so many people on Twitter be like, hey, this kind of looks like Paragon. And my response is always, thanks, buddy. This is like the 80th game people have said it's kind of like Paragon. <laughs> I mean, it does like playing no. and like gradually. No. It looks like it sometimes. Do not do but this. That's, but that's about, I'm, well, I'm going to tell you, like, don't bother. I'm, I'm done. I'm out, bro. It's not worth it. I'm, I'm not no. telling okay. you to play it. All right. Okay. <laughs> but dude you gotta play (laughs) it's like you gotta play this i mean it came out of nowhere really like i I hadn't known much about it and then they had the trailer like three weeks ago or something right like three two weeks ago and it's like yo this is our game it's coming out like two weeks i'm like oh i was like all right i'll give it a shot and we did and it was like all right but it tries to be so many different things at once that it doesn't really do any one thing well. Like, well, that's it. I don't know how to explain it myself. It's not an arena shooter. Well, because there's like two different modes. One's a battle royale and one's not. The battle royale mode 100% feels like they threw it in the last second. Because the game. Battle royale. Yeah, like the game does not. Because it's like a, the battle royale is technically like 10 team or like nine teams of two. Like two teams of nine. Wait, yeah, no, nine teams of two. Um, and it just, nothing about it says like, yep, this is how the game is supposed to be played. Then the other mode is 4v4, and the best way I could describe it is it's like the cycle with uh, heroes or like uh, like hero shooter characters and MOBA-esque leveling, but... You don't level abilities. Stop. I already hate it. You don't have an ultimate though. And the objective is you you fight over this hive thing that spawns every couple minutes. And when you kill it, it drops a heart. And you have to capture that heart. But you can't do it if you're taking damage. So like obviously you're supposed to fight over it. First team to capture three hearts wins. Except what we also found out is a pretty dumb um mechanic is 
if you destroy that hive, which isn't exactly, it's not like, it's usually not easy to do. You'll take a lot of damage. Then the heart spawns. You you get nothing. It's just whoever captures the heart. So for all you want, you know, enemy team could just be like, yeah, just wait for them to kill it. Oh, they killed it. All right, cool. Let's just roll up now. And that's kind of what happened. You don't get like a buff for like actually killing the hive? No, like there's nothing for it. Like you have to capture that heart. And the capture itself takes like 15 seconds. So it essentially just becomes, we killed the hive. Oh, great. We're getting ganked. Oh, we're all dead. Oh, they captured the heart. Um, some of the character designs, some of them are good. Some of them are like, what? And so that's why I'm saying like, I want to like it. And I did not have fun, but I don't know if I'd ever log back in. And so it's just strange because at moments it felt like Battleborn or it could have been like Battleborn. And I'm like, Blue, he wants Paragon back. I want Battleborn oh, no, back. Please. Why don't we just get a Battleborn Paragon baby? You know, somebody make that, please. But no. So that was my... At first, people were like, yo, you got to play this, dude. It's like Battleborn. I was like, yes. And I got on. I was like, no. I don't know. That's one of the few, because like, as far as like game releases in the next couple months, we know about most of them. So like when there's a surprise announcement like that, like that, it was like, oh, like a hero shooter. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay. Surprise me. I'm not surprised. So still waiting for, you know, that announcement to come out of left field and just be like sick, but it's not there yet. And I'm sad. So really all it did was make me sad. It's free to play though, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> at least you don't have to pay money. I mean, that's high, like yeah, hey, well, dang it, right? And that's pretty much that. Do we have some um, Patreon questions, Rob? Uh, yeah, I have some pulled up uh, right here. Um, let's see. We have a question from Cosmic. Um, if you had to live with anyone in the extended dream team, who would it be, and why? Um, hmm. uh, so extended dream team, that means that would exclude you two, right? Yeah. Okay. I assume it would have to be like, we have to choose outside yeah, of us. Yeah, because blue would be my choice originally. I would what? just like to say that. Yeah, because <laughs> I think you're very clean. In the, in the aspect of you don't clean, like, your room, your room, like, you don't keep that clean. But, like, that's your space. Like, I ain't going in there. So, like, whatever. Like, you could do that. But, like, in the <laughs> common area, I feel like you would keep that, like, clean because you don't – because you have that anxiety of, oh, shit, I don't want these people to think I'm, like, a, a like a like a not a clean person. So, I got to be, like, overly clean. So, now you're, like, overly clean in, like, common area spaces. But when it comes to your own space, uh, you seem like me that it just is kind of messy. Uh, I'm actually total opposite. I keep my really? space, like, ridiculous – like, really clean – Oh, uh, I kind of slack at keeping common area spaces clean. Oh, so we're the opposite. See, I keep my my space. Is that's dirty. probably why we would work. That's probably why we would work. At, you're right. Oh shit, dude! Slack. It's the slam dunk. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I guess we're going extended dream team. Uh, I guess Dado, because he seems the most cleansiness that I can think of. Like, uh, like Sammy, Shark, and, and Bless are automatically thrown out because they snore. Like, that's – you're out. Like, that's <laughs> – I'm sorry. So probably just Dado off the fact he doesn't snore. <laughs> Even if they're in different rooms and stuff? 
Yeah, dude. Like, dude, Sammy, when he, I'm not kidding you, dude. <laughs> it woke me up from Claire's office. <laughs> Like to, and he was at the main living room floor. That shit was echoing that. Like you know, in a cartoon <laughs> when someone's snoring really loud and it like pulls in the house and then the house yeah. like expands when he really. It was like that. Like, <laughs> it was like that, and I was like, I'm gonna kill this kid. Um, I'd probably go bless. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, he he seems nice. He uh was certainly always trying to keep things clean at the fruit summit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he could serenade me, or um, funny guy, cook me some stuff. Yeah, karaoke. He'd always be about that. And you know what? Yeah. If I'm ever down, I'd be like, bless. Let's watch. Down for a good time. Yeah, I'd be like, bless. Scary always YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, show yeah, me some yeah. ghost stories on YouTube. He's like, I got you, dude. Is this place haunted? <laughs> He's like, I hope you don't have anything scheduled for the next like seven hours. What about you, Blue? Okay, wait, 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 wait. I have to think about this. Oh, you can live with Dork. Okay, see, if I lived with Dork, there'd be way too many memes. Like, we would probably like <laughs> blow up the house. That's probably like a bad. That's probably like the a bad mix. Pulls in from the memes. It would be a gamer house, and like all the wallpaper would just be waifus. <laughs> a memer house. It would be dead. Yeah, it would be a straight memer house. Like you walk in, it'd be like a clown house, just like with a lot of titties. It'd be weird. <laughs> That would see. I can't. I couldn't do that with Dork. Um, damn, man. I couldn't do Arios because he would go somewhere and not tell me, and he'd be gone for like oh, days. Just, and I'd yeah, be like, "Are you dead?" Do Arios is way. He's damn, a wild. Honestly, I would probably pick Arios. Really. Wow. I would pick Arios because Arios is super independent and on his own, and like he'll just be gone. And you know what? I'm gonna be like, tight. Yeah, He's doing one. his thing. I'm pr- I'm really like to myself, especially like in my living space. So if yeah. when I have a roommate, it's like my roommates never see me. You're like a shadow. You're like I'm a, a, it's a myth dorms, if I even exist in your same living space or not. Honestly, dorms were rough, dude. In college. Whew. Never so, having just uh, like truly your space. Oof. I mean, you picked you, but you chose to live in the dorms. In the I mean, year. well, no, I didn't really have a choice, but that's a different. Oh, topic. really? Yeah. I think yeah. I think I would pick Arios. I feel like everyone else would want to be like, oh, I'm with my friend. Let's be social all the time. And I'd be like, dude, I just I'm, I'm level eighty gun breaker. And I'm trying to do my duty roulettes <laughs> to master my continuation combo. I need you to get the fuck out of my room right <laughs> now, bro. Please. You're like the, this is totally a mission. I'm getting ready for savage raid. Like, okay, great, yeah. Focus. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably Arios just because he's. I feel like Arios just does his own thing all the time, and I'm doing my own thing all the time. And upside to like Arios and Blast, we're just like on two parallel planes. And then, like every once in a while, he's gonna be like, "You want to go Chipotle?" And be like, "Fuck yeah, we'll go Chipotle." And then the parallel planes will intersect, and then we go back. Like a second, path. yeah, and then and then go back. That's cool. That sounds tight. With Arios um, or Bless, we could be pump buddies. So that's one thing. Um. This is from Brandon. Um, when did you guys realize that you had an impact, like the impact you guys have on people's lives? Is there a moment that like you kind of realized that and realized it was bigger than video games, I guess? Oh, he's asking. Yeah, I definitely have one. It was, uh, um, go ahead, Blue. Our first St. Jude stream for Guardian Con was when I really realized, like, oh shit, 
We raised like a hundred thousand dollars. That's not from like nothing. I remember that. That's real people. I went and got mac and cheese to celebrate. <laughs> Hell yeah! I was so tired. It's like I want mac and cheese. <laughs> like, we did a good As, thing. It was, and it's so, those charity streams are so stressful. Mm-hmm. So like, bro. Well, just after it, just after it, I was like, man, like this is kind of crazy. Like this isn't like, yeah. This is real shit. Yeah, this this isn't a, a meme house. Like, like, like I think what, like what you said, Blue. I think when when I went to the St. Jude Hospital um, for like the yeah. St. Jude event, like that is probably like when I really realized like the kind of impact that we can have on somebody's life. And then Guardian Con too, because a lot of people always come up to Christian and I and tell us their stories and stuff, and it's really humbling. And I have like a lot of stuff that like people sign and like letters they sign. It's really cool. Uh, for me, it was probably. It's probably like a year and a half into making videos. But someone emailed me, or at least like doing Mr. Fruit full time. And someone just emailed me. Or it was either an email or in my P.O. box. I forget which. It was some sort of a letter. Um, where a guy pretty much just talked about how he'd been struggling and he was like about to take his life when he randomly happened upon like one of my videos and laughed for like the first time. And like, you know, he said like a year or something and said... Um, like that was the one thing that stopped him from taking his own life. And then, uh, ever since he's like gotten his life together, but that was like the one that just hit me like, dang, like me doing, being stupid somehow randomly at the right time, right place helped some guy like keep going. And they're like, and they're like biggest moment of like need, like to have somebody there. And especially I felt like that cause I had that in high school, like I said, like, um, I used to watch a lot of creators back then. They were like my rocks, so that was my realization moment. Um, okay. Uh we'll move to a slightly more upbeat topic. Uh most wanted Smash Ultimate DLC character in the Oh next Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm you still saying we're Cuphead. Answer Goku. I mean, but it's never gonna happen. I would say Goku, but I mean, at this point, Cuphead. Like, like you gotta be realistic. Of somebody who actually like a realistic. Yeah. I would right. say Sora, Vegeta. but then Sora—they did want him, but like uh, Square, Square Enix, Enix said, nah. would, like pay up the fucking cock for him. And they're like, <laughs> nah, no, fam. I'm okay. Like, okay. <sighs> Gosh, I, like there's so many. Yeah, you know I mean, who I think would actually be kind of cool now that like I kind of think about it? Uh, GoldenEye James Bond. That'd be kind of cool. Wait, what? Yeah, like GoldenEye James Bond. Like, what, do we, what is Golden he going to do, James. though? He does karate chops. GoldenEye chop. James Bond. Yeah, yeah, he does, like, <laughs> yeah, like what more chop. do I need to say? He's GoldenEye James Bond, dude. I don't know what you want from me. Or Conquer. Conquer would be really cool. Conquer would, would like, be sick. I would really like to see Conquer that at some point. Conquer would be really cool. All right. And I'll say uh, Kratos. That'd that be would, that would, that be would be so sick. Yeah. That would be re- But he, they'd have to like PG him down, which would kind eh. of be hard to do. <laughs> eh. But he just has like two forms where he either's like he either has his axe or his... Uh, chains different combat styles would be sick that's a good one though and then it'd be a little a little oh dude keep going dude. Was like his smash attack when he gets the ball could be a spartan rage you know all like do 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 yeah anyway <laughs> Kratos. 
Kratos is tight. Um, yeah, I am gonna have to go with an off-brand pick here. It would oh, be Brinny from Disgaea. Who? Oh, the the, the the guy that's based off of his avatar, the little penguin. Wow. Oh. I used to use the Prinny as my mascot before I rebranded to my my full penguin deer evolution. But blue, yeah. how would that? It's like, like a mega Prinny evolution. How really would? Is. What would his attacks and stuff be? So he has this entirely separate game called Prinny Can It Really Be the Hero, where he has like air slashes. He's got two knives, two like mini blades that are tight. Uh, he has his hero form. He can do a whole bunch of different things. Their whole thing is that they explode. So it could be like a fun gimmick where every time uh, like your Prinny gets defeated, like a new one pops out from out of nowhere, as opposed to like the same one coming down from the like respawn stage because yeah. the because the lore behind printies is that they're basically souls of sinners and okay. they can't do anything on their own so like that game printy can really be the hero you have like a hundred lives and it's like a hundred printies every single time one dies it's a new printy you're playing so it would be it would be a cool concept kind of tight but i mean yeah this guy's an rpg printies have all these different moves so and the hero printies titus book well, um, I actually have said announcer from Sakurai. He actually texted me on my phone <laughs> here. Um, he is saying the next fighter is actually another Fire Emblem character. You heard it here first. Yes. Another oh, Fire Emblem yeah. character coming. That was actually my number one pick. Let's yeah. go, dude. <laughs> Come on. That's my realistic pick. Another Fire Emblem character. I'm over it. Or At least, like, because I think, wait, Game so God, Fire Emblem is like the most repped and then i think pokemon is the next one i think pokemon's second right honestly i think adding more pokemon though isn't bad because there's so much more you can do with that i I think there's so many characters in there yeah you're probably going to pick one of the starters because that's i well they usually do well they did mutant they did lucario and then they just did greninja greninja was so popular they had to put in so but that's like and then they put Incineroar. No, no they're, I don't they're, think they they probably their their current thing. trajectory is putting in all the like one of the new starters. So the owl, uh, no. that would have been sick. But they, they, they chose instead. not to put him in. Yeah, I actually because, at first I was pissed, but then I grew to like Incineroar. Yeah, I'm still on the Incineroar train. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, if they do pick realistically, they would pick another starter, and the starter would probably be Rillaboom. That'd be pretty sick. I do not see them picking Intellion, mostly because God, that's a terrible design. You think yeah. it has to be a starter? <laughs> and they already picked. What if it was Dragapult? Picked, dude, don't even don't even play with me. <laughs> that, okay, Prinny's tight, but if it was Dragapult, like how would they translate Dragapult into a character? I I know his dodge. He like goes into the ground, right? Like he goes but way into but the he's ground. never he's never on the ground. He's always floating. I mean, I guess his tail could be his or like. He he makes like a little like uh, stealth bomber, like and he Wait, just like dodges in that, like Dragon fades in it. The stealth bomber Pokemon. His oh. his neutral is he, he does his little missiles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Fuck, dude. I, dude, if it was Dragon Ball, I would literally like down bust my nut like live on stream. <laughs> Like I would, oh my god, dude! <laughs> I would love Dragapult, but that's just, I just feel like that's not realistic because he's no. such a hard. It's such a hard just form to to fit into Smash. But Rillaboom, I just can't help but feel like he'd be like scuffed um, 
DK. Yeah, I could see that. But I mean, they've already done a water starter, which is Greninja. They did the fire starter in Cinerar. Yeah, that's true. I feel like I feel like the most they would either pick the new legendary, which they just revealed, which eh, that'd be okay. Oh, or, the bear dude. Or it would be Rillaboom. Rillaboom. You know, I, I think what about a Gen One though? Maybe get like the Gen Oneers kind of. They already have. They already have Pokemon trainer. They have Squirtle, Ivysaur, Charizard. Yeah, they pretty much never, like, and pretty much Pikachu never and Jigglypuff. Yeah, they've never like dipped previous into like a previous. The only time they ever did yeah. that was when they made Pokemon Trainer and Brawl. We also have to think uh, too, like with every DLC they do, it's usually somehow tied to yeah. promotion. And if they're going to do Pokemon, mm-hmm. they want to promote you know their new game, Sword and Shield, or like I could see like Blue saying like DLC, like. Oh, this new DLC is about to come out. Well, guess what? The new legendary is like a new fighter too, and it's like whoa, something like that. Whereas it's like, yeah. here's Evie. Like, oh, right. God, man, the things I would do for Dragapult in Smash, but I'm sorry, I, I, I just did don't. That to you. I just, it's just not realistic, man. But now <laughs> I have my hope. I didn't mean to do it to you. I'm I sorry. think like it would be like if, more realistic than that. If they somehow managed to translate him to Smash, I would pee my pants. I would. <laughs> I would squirt, dude. I would I'd be there for it. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Gotta take these off now. I'm gonna cry, right. dude. I'm gonna cry just thinking about it. That would be like my... Th- I'm gonna cry just thinking about how we have to end this podcast. I Dang. was gonna segue that. Oh, ah, of- I'm on King. Never let him see you. Well, I just signed a $100 million thing for... Joe, Spotify? Spotify? Congrats, so, dude. Yeah. That's... Hey, hey, Joe, we're proud of you. Hey, us oh, and GG over easy are happy hey, for you. Hey, wait, Joe. does that give us more lands? We're taking Joe's viewers, hey, dude. Hey, Joe. Okay, sorry. Dude, his we audience. YouTube hey, they, YouTube, if, you don't, if you're not careful, we're leaving too. Hey, I read his comment section. They're like, Joe, I love your show, but like, where's the Destiny 2 drama? That's well, we got you guys. Come on over. Yep. Spotify, sign us. Uh, Blue, where can people find you on the internet? Hey, guys, you can find me everywhere at Blue Westlock. You can find me everywhere at Robbie V. You can find me everywhere, more or less, at Mr. Fruit. With that said, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the GG Over Easy Podcast. We appreciate all you stands listening and or watching, leaving reviews, commenting, doing whatever you do, but making sure that you're still here to listen and that we can keep doing this. With that said, have yourselves a fantastic day. We'll talk to you in the next one. Farewell. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.